Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon along with Mark Hostetler. Boom. Good to nice see you, buddy. see you, man. Yeah, John 15. So we're talking about today. And uh, here we are recording it. I kind of look out the windows. or stained glass in my windows over there. And it snowed, man. Like oh. four inches of snow. Beautiful, right? Went out and ran this morning. Yeah, it's great. I love I love the seasons. I, really, I like really the contrast do. between the snow and the, the, the trees that are still have leaves on them and they're oh, colorful. Yeah. I love that contrast. As I was driving in, I seen that a couple times and I was like, I mean, this is just a magnificent time of the year. I love the first snowfall. The Like I said, those trees are still, they still have those leaves on there. The, the fresh brisk air you know i love we it. had snow falling on sunday maybe an inch yeah it was a little bit there was enough that i went and took a picture of a tree and there was enough there was snow around it but not like last night like yeah. so really i mean we've already gotten five inches of snow this year for november i mean i think that's pretty strong right so <laughs> uh in john 15 anyway one of the things jesus christ is talking about is bearing fruit and it seems like Honestly, if you know, if I just go down the road, start knocking on doors, and say, "Hey, listen, Jesus wants you to bear fruit," I, I honestly, I wonder like what people would think about that, or even people that are in church. If you say "bear fruit," if it has bearing in our lives, like if mm. that's something that we relate to, something we connect with, because I want to talk about that before I even get into the individual verses, just the, that concept of bearing fruit, because you see it a lot in Scripture. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, think of all the times go, we see it. Let's talk about all the times we see fruit in the Bible. Right away. I go to Galatians five, okay. right? The fruit of, of the Holy God, Spirit. the Holy spirit in your life, right? Love, joy, pa- peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, uh, faithfulness, and self-control. Right. Those are the fruits of the spirit within right. your life. When you invite Jesus to be a part of your right. life. So that's one. Right? Yeah, right. right. So that's one. So if you look at fruit and what it's saying is, and, and we live in a, an area where they have a lot of grapevines, a lot of vineyards, a lot of wineries, right? Mm-hmm. So you, it's not, it's, common for us if you drive down Cork cold springs road if you drive 534 if you drive south river road if you drive um there's a lot of places where you'll see vineyards acres of them out there and what do they want from those vines they want grapes they want something productive they want something fruitful when you look at your life what you're saying is we're talking about bearing fruit is you want your life to count you want your life to be affected having positive yeah yeah, having Mm -hmm. positive attributes i think the things that everyone would want to have they Mm -hmm. might just not call use the word fruit then you look at uh, concepts in the bible a good tree bears good fruit that's a big concept the bad tree bears bad fruit you're going to know the tree by the fruit that's born exactly i i agree with that 100 percent. so so um you're not going to look at an apple and see an orange or an apple tree and see an orange on there right you know you're you're going to show the fruit of what you believe right, right. in in how you act right and so when we talk about being a christian that is fruitful you're going to be humble you're going to be full of peace, patience. Right. You're going to be forgiving. You're going to right. show the the evidence. Fruit is the evidence of the tree, right? right? So, so if you want to know what kind of fruit tree it is, you look at the fruit being produced. It's if you want to know if that's an apple tree, you got to look to see is there an apple on that thing, right? You know? Well, I think there's fruit uh, too in this chapter. We'll see love. I mean, one of the things that he, no greater love is anyone than this. And he laid down his life for his friends. Certainly, part of the fruit, or as you say. Yeah 
evidence that yeah. we're a good tree, evidence that we're a true believer is what we produce, what comes out of the actions of our lives. Mm-hmm. And love is one of those things. Peace should be one of those things. Joy should be one of those things. You mentioned humility should be one of those things. Gentleness, goodness, forgiveness, all those things. Yeah. Good fruit. I mm-hmm. also think of good fruit as in service. In other words, mm-hmm. we should serve one another. Now, yeah. you look at the Bible when it was talking about the farmer planting seed. And so you have the rock hard soil that Satan right. came and took the seed, didn't do anything. Then you had the rocky, the thin soil on rock. So it was only it's a couple just, inches deep. Right. When drought comes, it dies. Then you had the, all the thorns and thistles growing up in some of the ground, mm-hmm. and that choked out the seed. And right. then you have the good soil. Yeah. Good soil referring to our heart. Seed, it'll bear fruit. What, 30, 60, 100 fold? Yeah it's going to bear fruit. In other words, you put a seed. If I plant a pepper plant, I want to see peppers. If I plant squash, I want to see squash. If I plant beans, tomatoes, whatever it is, I want to see that. And over and over again in the Bible, this fruit terminology is coming up where the vineyard comes up to the tree. Hey, it hasn't borne fruit. I'm going to cut it down. No, 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 no. Give it one more year. Just give it one more year. Let me fertilize around and so on and so forth. Right. Then if you come back, because God's not going to tolerate a tree, it doesn't bear fruit. So I'm, when we talk about this bearing fruit and what Jesus Christ is talking about, we're talking about service. We're talking about love. We're talking about goodness. We're talking about the things that come out of our lives, the things I, that we do. I would say one more real key scripture for this is Matthew 3, 8, where it says, therefore produce fruit that proves your repentance. And what, so, what was that again, so Matthew? Matthew 3, verse 8. Okay, so this so is John this, the Baptist talking. And, and right. so what you want to do, when you say, I repent, what we do is we go, okay, so what's the evidence of such things? Right. When you say, I repent, and I've asked the Lord to forgive, and then you continue to walk in that pattern, there is no fruit of true repentance in your right. life. You want to see fruit, evidence, of repentance, of right. a change of life, of a change of mind. And so I, I think in this idea of uh, explaining fruit, we have to go there too, right? Right. So there's evidence of life change, right. you know, it, and that's where fruit comes from. Right. You know, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's what fruit's all about in your life. Right. Yeah. No, I would, I would agree a hundred percent evidence. It's evidence that God is doing something in your life. Well, the last thing that we want to be is we want to be, we don't want to be a church goer and no one would ever know it by our actions. Oh, like goodness, they wouldn't yeah. know, like we're so impatient. We're so angry in traffic. We swear a blue streak. We tell yeah. dirty jokes. We denigrate our wife. We just are, you know, kind of idiots. And then, yeah. you know, we're going to come to church and be you know, there's no transformation. I think, right. no, if, if you're going, if God is doing a work in your life, it ought to show up. No, but with it's, that just, said, it's just, as, it's just as futile though, to think that an apple can just think its way into existence and bear itself. It's futile to think that to you have to be attached to the vine. And that's what John 15 is talking about. You have to be attached to or the branch. God. Exactly. Right. To, to have lasting fruit right in your life and i'm 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 excited that we're here well we are and and we're gonna it doesn't matter you could use an apple tree and a branch or you could use the vine and the vine and the branch Mm -hmm. of the vine it's all coming off of a stem there's something that we have to be plugged into and he says jesus said now this is right after the last supper this is after jesus washes their feet this is before he gets betrayed in the garden he's having a conversation with his disciples one of the last ones he'll have and he says i am the true vine and my father is the gardener. 
I'm I'm the true vine. Dad's the gardener. He cuts all every branch off of me that bears no fruit. And while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it'll be even more fruitful. And this is a verse you hear about this. You yeah. know, if you grew up in church, you hear yeah. about it from young on. And yeah, he's going to prune you. And you know, sometimes the things that hurt, well, that could just be God pruning off some dead stuff because I've had to do that with different trees and whatever to go prune off dead branches, yeah. get rid of them. Because I mean, if the tree doesn't have any leaves, it, in fact, in my property, like if there's a tree that doesn't even have leaves on it, mm. it's going to eventually get cut down because yeah. it's a dead tree. I can't have dead trees just going on and on forever. And like I got to deal with that kind of stuff. And that promotes overall health for that. If you just pruning off, you know, those, what we call suckers, you know, they right. suck uh, all the energy and water. It's just a dead branch, you know, and, and you just prune that thing off. What's going to happen? The rest of that plant's going to flourish. I mean, right. yeah. and so in your spiritual life, if you have an area of your life, let's say addiction to pornography or, or, or uh, marital issues or something like that, you want to, sh- you want to shave them things off by going and getting help and, and seeking the Lord for help. Right over those things and then the rest of you spiritually will become healthier you know and you'll become more vibrant bearing more fruit for god right and this is this is a work too i think it's good if we can get at it but god's the one who's doing the work so he's the one who's looking at the branches and he's just saying no i'm just going to prune you and if there's a dead branch i'm gonna i'm gonna Mm -hmm. get rid of the dead branch no dead branch is going to kill the vine you know it's 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 not like you're not going to kill the vine of Jesus. Mm. If you're dead branch, he's going to get rid of you. So I think that's, that's a tragedy. And some branches just aren't the real deal. So they're getting knocked off and then that stuff gets pruned. I, I think about it in the planters that I put in around my deck in the summertime and I'll fill them with plants and let's say they're snapdragons or something. They'll come up after a while, they'll die and I'll take something and I'll prune it all back. Mm. I'll just cut it off or mm-hmm. I'll grab a pair of scissors from the kitchen. I'll come snip, snip, snip. I'll just cut it back. Or sometimes on my fingers, I'll just prune it by snapping everything off. It'll come back. Oh yeah. I had, I had great color all the way into late October and early November. Oh, wow. I still had color in those planters. In fact, when I put them away, I think it was the weekend right beef, probably October, uh, October 30th. I think I started putting uh, planters away. I still had tons of colors. Well, before I had come through and when things seemed to be dying back a little bit, I prune that off. I nix it yeah. because I'll get more growth out of it. Mm. And that's, that's how it is. And when mm-hmm. there's certain things dying off, God's got to come in and do a work. He's got to prune us a little bit. Now, I think it's interesting, Bill, don't you, that he, this is in context. Judas just left him. Right. <clears throat> Judas, the one that betrays mm-hmm. him, just left him. Right. And now he's talking about, hey, the one that doesn't bear fruit, it's got to go. Right. He walked out. Right. Judas walking out. He's not bearing fruit. You know what I mean? Right. He's not a true disciple of Jesus Christ. And I think it's interesting that Jesus goes right into this after Judas walks out them doors and goes and does what he does. You know, yep. I wonder if there are some things in our lives too that just aren't bearing fruit that God sometimes cuts out. I think so. In our relationships yeah. even. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God will just kind of cut that out. Mm-hmm. And because the, the purpose of what God's intent is, I want you to be more fruitful. And if you're not bearing fruit, I think it's strong. Jesus Christ starts out, hey, by the way, if you're not bearing fruit, you're going to get cut off. So that's not an option. It's not an option for me not to be productive. It's not an option for me to sit home every Sunday morning. It's not an option for me to do nothing. Like, this is not an option. Like, I've got to be doing things that really count. Mm -hmm. And by the way, uh, 561 boxes, talk about being fruitful as a church, 561 Operation Christmas Child boxes got packed last night. Think about that, man. We're coming into the community dinner on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. So we've got that coming up. Mm-hmm. You think about how we have 
Halo will be adopting families. Yeah. That's going to be the coming vine, up. The vine. Uh, the vine's doing, they're yeah. giving, doing a Thanksgiving giveaway tomorrow. So they're getting ready for that. So they were actually there today setting everything up and they've been working this morning actually yeah. on it. Fruit. Fruit. And, and right. I appreciate these people who are faithful servants. And we probably had, I don't know, I didn't count how many people we had for the pack up thing, but for the Operation Christmas Child packing, but there's a good 50, 60 people That's out there. Awesome, man. And we got it wow. all done in like less than an hour, <laughs> maybe an hour. I mean, it went, it went oh, really fast. I love, and man, I love yeah. like Sean and Jason and they're there and they're, yeah. they're taking all the boxes and counting them, tallying them up, packing them in a truck. And then I said, Hey guys, get a picture of that. Send it to me. And they did when they were done. And I think everyone was really proud. And I think Chris works in that. Uh, Tiffany works in that yeah. a lot. Who else yeah. works in that? Uh, Allie friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Allie, yeah. Um, yeah. So those Allie. are the three, right? And, then, ones uh, and, and then, then, um, uh, yeah, like you said, Jason and, and Sean, I noticed right. that they've been helping tremendously i right. mean they were here after after hours putting together boxes right. so it streamlines it for that night for the packing party right. i'm, oh, I'm yeah. like they were holy here for hours these guys times. yeah i mean these guys are awesome yeah. uh you know i've seen chessa working on some things yeah. so yeah, i mean it, it, I, you know a lot of young team. families what a, team, what a team you know uh, praise god well, for that you yeah. have uh, we're singing a new song on sunday so Absolutely, think about that. Man. So we're singing and talking yeah. about bearing fruit. I mean, yeah. three of the band members, uh, Don and Matt and Jen. Have been and then there's together. another guy, Frank. Yeah, that, Frank. that helped out too. And and it's incredible. Songwriting yeah, right, team. Right. A yeah. songwriting team specifically. I've kind of commissioned this team to write songs specifically right. for Eagleville. You right. know, that we feel is is pertinent to what we're learning right now, right. what we're going through right now. And, uh, man, they produced three of them that are really good. We're introducing one of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's exciting, man. Yeah, it's it exciting is. to see because you know what goes into that? Prayer, reading the word, uh, right. fellowshipping with each other, right. remaining in the vine, right. remi remaining in right. Christ. I mean, those those right. those four, they're prayed up right, right now. And you we, know had, what I'm we, we had we had our deacons just ran a marriage seminar oh. at the church. That was great. So good. So I mean, so we have a lot of the church involved. be the I mean, church. Right? When I left, um, I teach it Wednesday night. That's kind of my bearing fruit. So I'm I'm teaching Wednesday night in the book of Revelation. I'm ready to leave. And, of course, Bill and Elaine do the registration for all the kids. So mm -hmm. they're there. And we have a lot of teachers. My wife's one of them. Sarah's one of them. They have others as well. And then Bill Zetlaw was one of the last ones there, one of our deacons. And I just told him, I said, man, I really appreciate you heading up this program. Because Adam's down in the south one. Yeah. And, and workers down here. And then we have a whole crew up there that runs a one. It's actually growing. It's doing pretty well. I mean, they've had good turnouts. And, you know, we're we're starting to pick up some steam. And yeah. it's exciting. And, and there, but, but, but you can't do it without in other words like i can't be as a pastor the only branch to bear fruit i can't be the only one who gets things done i mean i'm i'm a part of the vine i have my my branches i have to bear fruit but really church is dependent upon all the branches of the vineyard i mean church is a giant vineyard if you want to look at yeah. it that way it's a giant vineyard all the branches need to be bearing fruit, not just oh, yeah. me. Yeah, right? I mean, it says in the scripture that he, that Jesus is the one that's in all of us, joining us together, all of our ligaments and joints together, and building us Ephesians up into... 4. In yep. building us up into a spiritual house is what it says. We are we are joined together in Christ. Our our the main vine that we have running through us. He's our lifeline, right? So right. we all come together. We yeah. join together. Well, there's two metaphors, it, and you're blending them. There was one, the ligaments and stuff, which is the body metaphor, but there's also the house metaphor. They're both. 
they're both in there. Temple House, like in different verses, probably in the book right. of Ephesians. I think they're both both oh, analogies yeah. are in there. But mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our mm-hmm. sinos and joints growing up. That's Ephesians chapter four, and then you have the one we're being built into a spiritual house. Yeah, that's one too. I mean, but yeah, you're right. I mean, everyone's got to be part of it. Here it is, Ephesians two, built on the foundation of the apostles, mm-hmm. prophets, and Christ Jesus Himself as a chief cornerstone. In Him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God's lives by his right. spirit. So that's one analogy. You're right. I was mixing the two together. The, the ligaments but, and stuff. Yeah, right. I heard where you're going. Right. I'm like, I'm just glad I'm not the only one that does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but, I'm yeah, great, we're being I'm a great built metaphor mixer. up as a spiritual right. house in the vine, Christ. He. That's what's key. We're not right. trying to do this all on our own here. Right. We have to be, we have to be drawing our life from Christ. Yeah. He is the one that should be in and through out everything we do. Well, you know? let's look right at that verse. It says in verse four, remain in me as I shall also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Clearly. In other words, he's saying you can't detach from me and bear fruit. There's a lot of there's a lot of branches out in the world today that are trying to bear fruit, talk themselves into bearing fruit, and they're apart from God, apart from Christ, and that doesn't work. And he says you can't bear fruit by yourself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And there's a responsibility that we have yeah. to remain means to stay under. You know, whether there's pressure, there's hurt, there's yeah. problems, and whatever all is going on, we've got to make sure that we actually An- are remaining another, in Him. Another translation says, "Abide in me." Yeah, right? right. So you yeah. just you're just abiding. You're 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 staying. staying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just you're staying put. And if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and wither. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. And so here, there's a lot of the disciples are going to see a lot of commotion in a matter of hours. They're going to see Jesus Christ get arrested. They're going to flee for their lives. They're going to be huddled up after the resurrection, scared in a room, waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. And he's trying to tell his guys, just remain in me. It'll be okay. The sad part about it is the day he died, they all, they all fled. It says, it says they fled. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think John, the apostle John, the one he, the, the beloved one, the one that's writing this. He he stayed right. I mean, because he uh, he was at the cross. He was at the cross yeah. with Mary, mm-hmm. and 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 he and Jesus actually looks at Mary and says, "Hey, accept this one as your son." Right. right? I mean, so so not all of them fled. I think John was the only one that maybe stayed, but it says they all fled. You know, well, uh, one of them fled naked. I think it was him. So they grabbed his coat or something. And he kept going, oh, wasn't it? Something yeah, like that. Like he been. went out. Yeah, I, I think one of them did. They, they all fled immediately. It's I mean, they, sad, and he man. knew they would. I mean, they, to, they to think to Jesus in his in his dying moments, the people that he invested three and a half, three years into, they're not there. But they, <laughs> I mean, right? They weren't at that moment, but I mean, they all rebounded. Like they I did. think sometimes yeah. you know we get hit hard and and we might scatter for a moment, and yeah. then you rebound and come back. Yeah. And I think yeah. how you respond to difficulties, and even if you like, whoa, man, that's like, who scared you at first? Uh, like Jehoshaphat, when he heard an army was coming against him, the first first reaction was like he's scared. You wow. know? Yeah. But but he rebounded. Mm-hmm. He got it together. He called for fasting. He didn't he didn't fall apart. Right. And right. at the end of the day, I mean, these guys, like you said, he rebounded. He was still standing there at the cross. And what what he says here is in verse seven: If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever your wish will be done for you. So that's a yeah. promise. But but remaining in Christ means remaining in His words, doing what He's asked us to do, which uh, certainly love would be part of that. Being and obedient, he, absolutely. Being obedient. I mean, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think I, the thing I love about the verse seven, abs, it's it's if you are in Christ and you have a strong relationship with Jesus, right? 
you're walking obediently. Mm-hmm. You're walking according to what he wants you to do. And what you ask, I love how he says, what you ask, it'll be given to you. Why right. is that? Well, because when you're close to Christ, you you know what he wants. Right. Your your will is starting to align more with his, his will. Right. You know, it's not self-seeking. It's now all according to him and his kingdom. Right. And so, yeah, he's going to answer those questions that align with his will. Right. 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 But if you go out there and you're, like we were talking about earlier, just positive thinking about a Toyota Tacoma, for my example, you know, right. I mean, you, I can't expect, God, you said if I ask anything, you know, right. I can't expect that. No, that's not aligning with with his purposes and his kingdoms. That's so self-centered, because, and, and you know. Because the thing is, is you're, you're wanting something that's going to rust in the end of the day anyway. There's nothing wrong with wanting a decent vehicle to drive around. No. I mean, I miss my truck. My truck, I hit a deer a couple weeks ago. I still don't have it back. Hopefully, before Thanksgiving, I will. It'll just depend on if all the parts come in. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I told the one guy, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, listen, man, it's going to get done when it gets done. Is not the most important thing in the world. I think that just remaining in me and remain yeah. in my word. And then you're you know, you're gonna see answers to prayer. I love that that the father is honored right by answered prayers. Well that's Look what it that. is, right? Verse this eight, is to my right? father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yeah. yourselves to be my disciples. And this is listen, what God wants for your life. What God wants for your mm-hmm. life is that you bear fruit. And Mark and I will continue talking about it in the next segment, but hopefully we've said some things that'll spur on some good thoughts, positive thoughts in your own brains when it comes here to the word of God. We need to be sticking close to Christ. We need to be sticking close and and reading our Bibles, being in prayer. These things are really vital for us. So you you have a great and an awesome week. Thanksgiving is coming up. So let's come into the season with grateful hearts. Yeah.